Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. It's starting to look like it's not whether or not Republicans take the House and the Senate. It's by how much. And nine out of ten times, you have this Myra Flores win in Texas 34, a district that has not gone Republican in 150 years. Now, they might say, well, it's a special election. She's got to run in in November. Is something going to change in that district between now and November that's going to have her not be reelected? Maybe. Maybe something will happen. But they keep talking about the movement of black and Hispanic voters to the Republican Party. What they're leaving out is it's not just people voting Republican. It's people running as Republicans. Notice this is being left out of the narrative. Because the oil and gas prices right now are affecting everything. And Ron Klain and Corinne Jean-Pierre and the president, you know, we have to think about the climate. The climate's important. We got to get to the root cause. Kamala Harris. I mean, is there anybody more empty? I know people on the left love Pete Buttigieg. On the view, they were saying that if Biden doesn't run, it should be Harris and Buttigieg. Let me tell you something. Let's all get down and pray. That's the the Democrat ticket. Because, you know, you want to talk about it. You know, Mondale would be like, whew, I did a lot better. You know, Carter would be like, yeah, me too. You want to run Harris? You want to run two of the most empty, empty politicians that we've seen in a long time? You go right ahead. What is happening now, what the media is leaving out, Joe Biden did this. He did. I have audio of him literally signing the executive order that created what we are feeling right now. And I found a clip of audio that was so very interesting where he says, we have to shut down the oil industry between 2021 and 2030. It's a path that we are on and we cannot go back to an energy transition. This was all the plan. This was all the plan. But what the media doesn't seem to get, this is not some temporary glitch where people that, uh, that, that fit the demographics of typical Democrat voters are just upset right now and they'll be back. You look at the candidates that are out there, like Myra Flores, Catalina Lauf, Ana Paulina Luna. These are three young Hispanic conservative women running for the House of Representatives. You have Asia Smith, Tamika Hamilton, Laverne Spicer, and others, all black women. Many of them veterans running as conservatives. The media is not telling this story. It's not just in this moment that things are so bad. How bad are they? That a small percentage of black and Hispanic voters just in the in the expected Expected percentages of people who just might be so upset they might just, in a glitch, vote against the Democrat. The candidates are black. 
The candidates are Hispanic. The candidates are Asian. This is not, we don't have an army of white guys with side parts in blue suits with red ties speaking at 50,000 foot level bumper sticker phrases that were, you know, prepared for them by the Republican National Committee. And they're talking, you know, we've got to cut the taxes and we've got to cut the spending. Vote for me, John Johnson, the typical white guy with a side part. That's not happening right now. What is happening right now is you've got black candidates in Chicago. You've got Geno Young and Philonese White actually having a primary right now. You have a primary between two black conservative Republicans for Illinois' first congressional district. You've seen them on no network, heard them on no radio program but mine. I have interviewed them both on TV and radio. The media is not telling the story. It's not just people in neighborhoods like the south side of Chicago where there's bad schools, high crime, and little job opportunity in just one instant voting Republican. They have two candidates vying for the nomination in that district. That's a story not being told. And this whole thing about if Republicans win, white nationalists are going to be you know, starting a civil war. Look, they we're at a point now, and I think it was Ellie Mistel or one of the blacktivists on, on MSNBC said we have to scare the, it was Cornell Belcher, said we have to scare the hell out of people. By lying to them? It's kind of a hard case to make to say to black voters in Tamika Hamilton's district that if you vote for her, a black woman Air Force uh, reservist, that somehow you're signing on to white supremacy. See, this is, this is how you need, know the media is functionally corrupt. They are not interested in any of the black and Hispanic candidates they're running. They're stuck covering Myra Flores. They didn't think she was going to win. That district's been Democrat for 150 years. They are shocked by that one. Remember, we've pointed this out. That Chuck Todd said this not too long ago, that it's true. Democrats control more 85% Democrat district, uh, 85% support de- uh, districts than Republicans do. But So he, his point was that if Republicans are up five, six points in some of these districts, that's a wipeout. That means they're losing so many voters. Mike, do you have the audio? Did you send me the cut sheet? Because I want to get to that audio of of Biden saying we have to do this in 2021. It's not conspiracy theory. Biden actually said it. This is being done on purpose. This is part of the plan. There is no conspiracy theory here. There is no conspiracy theory here. This is not right-wing fear-mongering. Let me, let me, let me, let me say to you like this. If this is not being done on purpose, then everybody in the Biden administration is a dumbass. How could you F up this bad? Seriously. Between your, your, your board of governors at the Federal Reserve, the people that head up the Department of Energy, the Department of Commerce, the Department of Transportation, how can you screw up 
this bad. bad. Gina Raimondo went to Harvard. Pete Buttigieg is a Rhodes Scholar. How could these people be screwing up this bad unless they're doing it on purpose? There's no other way. And if they're not doing it on purpose, none of these people are qualified to do their jobs on any level. I wouldn't let Pete Buttigieg take the two orange flashlights and signal where people should park. That's about as far as I would let him get, as close as I would let him get to transportation. Gina Romano, I wouldn't let her take the sticker gun and put prices on retail products. Or maybe that's about as close as I would let her get to commerce. I wouldn't let some of these Federal Reserve Board of Governors members guess how many pennies are in the jar. Maybe that's about as close as I would let them get to finance. Every single one of these people are idiots or they're doing it on purpose. There's no other way. This is not accidental. And having Corinne Jean-Pierre come out night and yeah, the Putin price hike, the Putin price, lower price for families, lower price for, with the lower price for families. This, uh, this plan to lower price for families, it ain't working. This is a soft Marxist revolution. There's no other way to look at it. We talk endlessly about the housing shortage. Endlessly about the housing shortage. And, and yet, the only thing we, the only people we seem to be providing housing for are people crossing the border illegally. Where are we coming up, where are we coming up with housing units for them? And, and again, there's no shortage of feminine hygiene products or baby formula at the border. We are greeting people from other nations with open arms while denying ourselves the things that we need. And the attitude we're getting from the media and the Democrats in D.C. is, hey, how dare you care about your crying baby more than January 6th? They're actually kind of fed up with the little people who are trying to figure out how to get baby formula without emptying their tank to get there in places where people might have to drive an hour to get baby formula. Hey, that's not important. That's not important. January 6th is important. Do you guys have evidence of anything? No, but keep watching. As a matter of fact, the Democrats are privately probably pretty happy that the economy is so bad that women might actually abort their babies out of pure fear that they won't be able to afford to feed them. See, if you can make the population so damned miserable. Where the only source of needful things is government, you can have a soft Marxist revolution. If you debauch the currency, if you destroy capital investment, if you destroy earned wealth, if you make it so that farmers can't even farm, farmers are telling you the food shortage is coming. We are feeding people by the millions that are not in this country legally while Americans are having a hard time going to the grocery store. But you know what? All they got to do is turn all those people into voters. That's it. Promise them free housing on this side of the border. Promise them baby formula, feminine hygiene products, free education, free health care transportation that will be built to move them about 
just vote Democrat. Is there any doubt in your mind that they are cultivating millions of new Democrat voters at the border? Uh, you see, now you're talking about replacement theory. Let's talk about that a little bit. If that's not what's happening, what is? As the Democrats refuse to actually set, to actually secure the border, what are they doing? Well, let me ask you this. What's the end game? How do we, the people of the United States, benefit from an endless wave of people who are not likely to contribute much to the economy in the near future while we are suffering so greatly? Tell me. If, if what we see at the border, if these people coming across the border are an automatic benefit to the United States, why aren't they a benefit to their home countries? We have been sending tens of millions of dollars to these countries for generations. Every single dollar is accounted for on USAID.gov. When you have Kamala Harris, we've got the study the root causes, women and girls add to the economy. We have to fund programs for women and girls in the Northern Triangle. Who's running that money? Well, it's either the government or these corrupt NGOs. Let me take the break. I'm going to start playing some of this audio of Biden telling you he was going to destroy the oil industry. And he did. Sirius XM Patreon. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority Monday to Friday, noon to 3 East, 9 to noon West on Sirius XM Patriot Channel 125.